Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These guys have been decomposing for years. The Flowerland Garden Show is playing live on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Good morning, my friends. We are broadcasting live from the DeVos Place. It's the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Wow, the 39th West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Good morning to you. Rick Weist here, Doug and Christy alongside here live downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Engineer, producer extraordinaire John Ilk in the studio. Brian Fongers with us here at the DeVos Place, and George Arthur behind the glass. He'll take your calls at 616-774-2424. Hey, it's spring as far as I'm concerned, and we're ready to kick it off. We've got a lot of great guests for you on today's show. We'll also find out what's on your mind and, of course, encourage you to come down to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. It's beautiful in here. And uh, we're expecting a big crowd today. Stop by and see us. We're broadcasting here live until 11 o'clock this morning. At 1 o'clock on the garden stage, you can join me for question and answer. We'll spend a little one-on-one time together. Love to see you there also. Joining us uh, right off the bat here on the show this morning, our good friend, the big boss, <laughs> Carolyn Alt, Home and Garden Show. Carolyn, always good to see you. It's great to be here. It's great to have you guys here. It's great that it's finally the Home and Garden Show weekend, right? Well, let me add something to that. It's great that it's spring. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. Right? Yes. <laughs> We're ready for and, spring. Absolutely. And when I see you, Carolyn, I know that it's spring. So. <laughs> Is that why you're always so excited to see me? Yes. I thought it was me. Seven seven four twenty four twenty four is our number here on the Flowerland Show. Carolyn, you guys took the approach of, uh, well, a literary type uh, uh, approach to the gardens this year. I've had fun looking at uh, Charlotte's Web and... Neverland and yeah. uh, pretty cool. Uh, how is that working out for you? You know, uh, it's wonderful. The landscapers do such a great job. They've always, for years, they've worked hard to create those beautiful gardens. Um, and we just a f- couple years ago, we said, you know, we want to we want to step it up a little bit. We want to challenge you guys uh, and create something that we think the patrons and the garden gardeners and the garden lovers can relate to. Uh, in in a new way, in a different way, and, and and also sort of it's easier to see the nuanced differences between each of the gardens now. I think you know everything looked like a beautiful garden before, and now there's really fun and creative things that you can look for and see and yeah. find in those gardens. And yeah, the Wizard of Oz and um, the Three Little Pigs. We can't forget them. Even got the pigs. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Yes. Yeah, so and by the way, before I forget. Doug Christie, good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. I got so excited there. There's too many cool things to look at. You're just like, ah. And I was going to say one more thing. You said 39th annual. 
I think we've been here for most of those 39 years yes. when it was even named something different. Well, hey, you know, I'm thinking this is really cool. The West Michigan Home and Garden Show has been around for 39 years. I'm 39 years old. Yeah. It kind of just goes hand in hand, right? And then some. Is this the Pinocchio <laughs> story you're telling now? The nose is going to start to grow. My nose is stretching here. Someone yeah. said that to me. So you've been you've been producing, and it's the 39th annual, and I was like, I've been doing it for 39 years. You know, uh, Carolyn, uh, for the, uh, the gardens that people are going to see when they come down here, also many of the wonderful local businesses that are represented here at the West Michigan Home and Garden. Show. Yeah. Um, the uh, the display with the book arch. Yeah. I think it's Excel. Essex. Essex. Essex, Essex. Outdoor Design. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. With the the book arch yeah. and the book fireplace. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's you know dry stack books, dry yeah. stack stone wall, but it's books. Again, taking the theme. So the theme of that we gave the landscapers this year was great stories. And they are allowed to interpret that however they want. Some did, you know, their favorite story and interpreted their favorite story into it. Uh, Some created places to read great stories. Um, And uh, Steve, Essex Outdoor Design and Noble Concrete, they actually uh, won our best of show. um, I saw that, yeah. And and they also won the Golden Shovel. He's a three-time reigning Golden Shovel uh, champion. He's amazingly respected amongst these guys. That's the Golden Shovel is they all vote for each other who their favorite is. So he wow. does some he does some amazing work and it, it's I'd like not to, to win be a missed. Golden I, okay. I get the dirty we'll trowel every year. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll get you one. That's he a different kind of board. Win one. <laughs> he ain't gonna win it, we'll get you one. I got some oh, spray paint. <laughs> but yeah, it's um it's amazing. I you know, I was, I was listening to you start kick off the show and I was just looking around. And while in the moments I was standing here looking around, I saw things I hadn't yet seen. I mean, I've been here mm-hmm. since Monday. Right. There's so much to see. There's so much to do. If you are, you know, what I saw was this beautiful sunroom. And I, I mean, even from the outside, it's like, oh, I want to be sitting in there in a sunny, you know, backyard. Sure. So, Well, and folks, it's all about storytelling. I mean, I love stories. And uh, this year's West Michigan Home and Garden Show about stories. And, you know, that's what a landscape is like. In our landscape, when things start blooming, you have various actors that come to center stage at different times of the year. Right now, the hellebores are budding out in the yard. We're starting to see the daffodils pop through the ground. I mean, that's Witch hazel. Witch hazel, Doug. And uh-huh. so each of these plants is an actor that uh, gets their time in the spotlight so to speak Uh, yeah absolutely i love i love the way you tell that story because that's true and that's what we that's exactly how we want these landscapers to help us uh you know to interpret things and to consider we've got are they hellebores we've got little star white little white those are galantha snowdrops yes snowdrops andrew if he was here he'd kick me he knows what those are called (laughs) i pulled out of my driveway yesterday morning at the crack of dawn and i saw those coming up and i thought here we go. It's Isn't a home exciting? and garden. It is exciting, yeah. And Christy, you reminded me, what do I got to do with my clock next week? You have to spring forward I one hour. Spring Woo-hoo! forward next week. <laughs> next week. Not this Sunday, the next Sunday. So we have more light at night. Yes. Right? Yes. The days will feel yes. longer. Yes, Correct. that's right. That's oh, right. I'm so excited. We'll all be See grumpy that? for one I day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps. We'll be grumpy for one day? <laughs> 
Well, Karen, wow, is that a promise? Congratulations <laughs> on a fabulous show. We're encouraging people to come on down here today to the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We're going to give you a taste of that on today's Flowerland Show also. And, of course, your calls, 616-774-2424. Carolyn, the doors open at what time and how late are you open today? The doors open at 10 o'clock, but they're actually half open right now because our pancake breakfast started at oh, 9 like o'clock. Pancakes. So you can come down right now, have a pancake breakfast. The doors to the show open at 10 o'clock. We go until 9 o'clock tonight. So, let and then mention, tomorrow. Uh, let me mention to you surreptitiously that I like pun cakes. Okay. You like that one? I do like that you one. I like surreptitiously one. better, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> Carolyn Alt. I don't know how they put up with you. I don't know. <laughs> we get hazard pay. Did I tell you that? <laughs> good to know. them out. Sometimes they just ask me to please leave. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn Alt, the big boss here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Carolyn, you are a pleasure. Thank you for what you do putting on this event each year because I tell you what, it gives me goosebumps because I'm anxious every year for spring to arrive. I'm not a winter guy, okay? <laughs> and this is exciting. So congratulations and Thank have you. a wonderful day today. Thank you. Thanks for being here and uh, thanks to the community for keeping us going for 39 years. Thank you very much, Carolyn. Appreciate that. The West Michigan Home and Garden Show. It's Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jessica DeGraff, the beautiful beautiful blooming plants from proven winners we're going to talk about that next here on the Flowerland show feel free to give us a call too we'll slip in some calls at 616-774-2424 we'll be right back wood radio's flowerland garden show is on the air on news radio wood 1300 and 1069 fm All right, maintain your sense of humus. We're here for you. It's the Flowerland Show. That's right, maintain your composture. Here comes spring 2018. We'll talk you through it. Rick Weist here, Doug Christie, seated alongside broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. On site with us over here, uh, engineer extraordinaire Brian Fongers. And, hey, Brian, if uh, somebody comes along and needs a plant question answered, can you help us out? I'll try my best. Oh, thank you. See, Brian, now, the, always the question, ready to serve. The question is, can you set up the equipment? No. <laughs> okay. He would try his best. <laughs> He'll try his best. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I look for a big on-off switch that says <laughs> off, and if that's not there, then I'm spent. Then you're done. <laughs> right, I'm done. Standing next to us, Jessica DeGraff from Proven Winners. Wow. Unbelievable, the beautiful plants that are produced by Proven Winners. Jessica, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here. It is, uh, it's exciting. We're going to dive right into the plants, okay, sounds, for our listeners. Sounds great. I'm ready. And I have been so excited. Like I said to you, Doug's sick of me uh, talking about it, but this At Last Rose, it's called, folks, At Last. Tell us why I'm so in love with this plant. Well, I think first and foremost, it's the fragrance. You know, when you think about roses, you think about that fragrance. You think about your grandmother's garden. And I think with a lot of the roses that have come to market recently, you don't get that fragrance. And yes. so it, it just knocks you right in the face. It's got huge, huge flower power, beautiful foliage, um, and it's a really nice soft peach color. But it, It's beautiful. Now, you know, for our listeners... Roses, uh, many roses in the past were grafted roses, which made them a little susceptible as far as hardiness is concerned. Now to get a hardy own root rose that is also very, very fragrant. And I tell you what, folks, this is not exaggeration. This rose, wow. You know, because when I first heard about At Last Rose, I thought fragrant. Okay, well, I got to see it to believe it. Oh, my word. Wouldn't that I mean, be smell exciting. it to believe it? Smell it to believe it. Smell it to believe it, yeah. you see it. I have some in my backyard, and when I have my kitchen window open, I can actually smell it. And that's it's quite a distance to the to the kitchen window. So tons of fragrance. And the, the awesome part about this one, too, is that it's got disease resistance. So you're yes. not going to have black spot. You're not going to have to treat it like you do some of the other roses on the market. So, folks, it's called Proven Winners at Last Rose. It's a very fragrant, beautiful rose. You can check it out here at the Flowerland booth if you're coming down to the West Michigan home and garden show okay next jessica uh one of my favorite plants is the pugster budlea and for our listeners they're always looking for something that's deer resistant Mm -hmm. Uh, of course deer will eat anything if they're hungry but pugster is uh, a cute little guy tell us the benefits of that budlea or as our listeners know it as butterfly bush yeah i think first is is it's a true butterfly bush so you're going to attract those pollinators butterflies bees hummingbirds love it but the really cool thing about this guy is it's really compact so it's only going to be about a foot and a half to two feet tall so it's not going to take over the garden it, it you know small space in the garden but the flowers are massive on this guy yeah. you know it's they're four inches long and they're about three inches in diameter so huge show of flower power all summer long exciting doug if you had to pick a favorite proven winners plant what one would it be? I can't, you can't do that to me. Cause yeah, I, I got to do that the, to you. I'd have to jump on that train of the rose, you know. I think it's candy corn spirea. Oh, you like that? That is cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. You know, the, the beautiful foliage when it just breaks open in the spring looks a lot different than the summer foliage when with the flower all summer long. Yes. With the fall, that is a plant that does give you all season of color. But I don't know, the punkster is pretty good, too, and, and yeah. we've uh, we've done well with that plant. So yeah, a absolutely. short buddy. Everybody thinks butterfly bush. Oh, it's six feet tall. Not true. Yeah. Many different sizes. Now, uh, Jessica, you know that one of my favorite plants, I love perennials that act like shrubs, Mm -hmm. okay, Uh, because it helps with the deer issue, and Baptisia is uh, a favorite 
of mine. You guys have some neat variety. Are they decadence? Is that what they're called? Decadence collection, yeah. And actually, Baptisia, that's my all-time favorite plant. And Excellent. so the thing I love about it is they're native to a lot of the United States. So it's a native plant. Um, they're actually in the legume family, so they fix their own nitrogen. Um, but the really cool thing about these is you plant these, and they will outlive you in the garden. So they have huge flower power. Uh, you know, some people actually call them the redneck lupin. You know, so lupins are, t are tough to there grow. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Christy's so waking up. <laughs> so, you know, they're tough to grow. But the thing with Baptisia is they take really poor soils. They've got a really deep root system. Um, but the really fun thing is they flower in late May, early June. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they also have seed pods. So you get um, sort of a second kind of um, really cool characteristic of that plant. It looks like a shrub, green foliage all year long, and we've got seven different colors in that decadence line. Yeah, that's the exciting thing. And uh, for people keeping score at home, it's Baptisia. Uh, some people know it by the common name uh, false indigo. And yet, uh, as Jessica mentions, uh, and it was the first subsidized crop in the United States. A lot of people think peanuts or cotton or something yep. like that. Baptisia. Yep. Uh, because they, uh, in Europe, there was a demand for it for uh, to use as a dye, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. But yep. now, Proven Winners has uh, Baptisia in many wonderful colors, including some that almost look like bicolor, right, Jessica? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got some now, uh, strawberry lemonade, that looks almost like it starts a, a yellow color, and then as that flower begins to transition, it goes to a pink. So you almost get a two-tone effect on that bloom. So it's fantastic. Wow, that's exciting. And then, of course, Jessica, and we're chatting with Jessica DeGraff. It's proven winners uh, represented here well at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. You can take a look at some of these plants we're talking about also here in the Flowerland booth. Stop by and see us today and say hello. Jessica uh, Hucarus, as long as we're on the subject of deer resistance, uh, Usually any type of foliage that's kind of hairy or tomatose, I guess we call it, yep. uh, is, is going to, to a degree, be deer-resistant. You have many varieties of heucheras. We do. So my favorite, we have two collections, but my favorite is the Primo series. And so for those of you coming down to the show, you've got to stop by the Flowerland booth and see this new Primo Wild Rose. Beautiful. The thing I love about this is heucheras transition in color from spring through summer and into fall. So right now it's a beautiful, bright, almost pinkish rose color transitions to purple into the summer and then kind of back to that pink color in the fall. So gorgeous in the landscape. The thing I love about these guys is it, you know, they actually hold their shape. A lot of times, the older varieties of heuchera, they would shrink year to year. Yes. So as your perennials would come back, they weren't as vigorous. This is a beefy uh, landscape heuchera, but you know oh, what? Good word, beefy. Beefy, I like yeah. That. And the other thing is, is it's great in containers as well. So very, very unique. Um, the deer don't like it. And the, the other really cool thing about the hairy foliage is that it's got velosa blood in it, which means it's more heat and humidity tolerance. So it performs really well through the summer. Okay, hold on a minute. That went right over my head. Yep. It has blood in it? Velosa blood. Velosa so blood. Velosa. So heuchera velosa is a species of heuchera. And so a lot of breeders use that specific variety. Uh, or those types of heuchera to breed. So that way those plants have more vigor. So they perform better for consumers in the landscape. Outstanding. That is beautiful. I got to get a bottle of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. work all day then. <laughs> Not get tired. Wait until after the show. Yeah. Uh, and then before we break, uh, and we're chatting with Jessica DeGraff, proven winners here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. A lot of people into lilacs. We've got just a moment here before the bottom of the hour. 
But uh, we were chatting the other day about the fact that lilacs are considered, and I'm doing quotes in air, folks, uh, deer-resistant. Yes. Bloomerang. Bloomerang. Tell us about it. Is wonderful. You know, people love lilacs, but you know, sometimes with lilacs, they flower so early in the spring, and, and we lose them. And so the really neat thing about bloomerangs is they flower in the spring, and then they also rebloom again in the fall. So you get two seasons of bloom out of that. You get that fragrance. Um, the thing that I really like, though, is uh, that the deer don't care for them. I mean, mm -hmm. they're one of the last shrubs that deer will eat. As Rick said, a deer, if hungry enough, will eat anything. Uh, but this we've seen in our trials that the deer don't particularly care for it. So there are three colors. There's a deep purple. Uh, there's a lilac. And there's actually a pink. So for those of you that don't want the traditional purple color, you can get pink as well. Beautiful. I lilac that. That's very, very nice. <laughs> Jessica, can you stick around a few minutes? Because we haven't touched on the annuals yet, and I know our listeners want to hear about it. Oh, I'd love to. Flowering annuals. All right, Jessica DeGraff, Proven Winners. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning, Two Fun Guys in a Crackpot. We're going to break for news here at the bottom of the hour and then be back with more live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Stay tuned. As long as This is the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, don't operate by the seat of your plants. That's why we're here for you, the Flowerland Show, on your Saturday morning, Rick Doug Christie. Broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. If you are in route, traveling downtown to stop by, doors open up at 10 o'clock this morning. Stop on by and say hi. 1 o'clock today on the garden stage. Uh, we can spend a little one-on-one -on -one time together. I'll spend some time with you, some Q&A for what it's worth. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you it'll be a kick in the plants at least. 774-2424, a number here on the Flowerland Show. Jessica DeGraff, proven winners with us here. And before we move to annuals, Jessica, for our listeners, well, first of all, let's take a call. We're going to go up to uh, Stanton. And okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
and talk to Chris next on the Flowerland Show. Chris, good morning. You, my friend, are on the Flowerland Show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Chris. What's up? Well, I've got a, a whole whole bunch of knockout roses, and I wondered if I could trim them back uh, anytime, like today even. Yeah, Chris, uh, not a problem trimming roses. Um, and let's let's ask Jessica here a moment. Of course, Proven Winners has many, many wonderful uh, own root roses, and that's what you're describing there, Chris. Uh, own root roses uh, we have at last here at the show. But one of my favorites is Home Run. I love that rose. Uh, but pruning roses, Jessica, I always encourage people to do it because it stimulates new blooms. Absolutely, and that's that's what we usually tell our customers to do as well. Um, a lot of our roses are selected to bloom without pruning, but the thing is, is you don't get as many blooms. And I always say, you have a rose because you want to, you know, cut some of those stems, bring them in, make bouquets. There you go. You know, stimulate new growth, and you get, you know, continuous bloom all summer long. So I, I highly recommend pruning roses. Yeah. So don't be afraid to prune, Doug, uh, roses, because I tell you what, when we give them a little haircut and then we add to it some uh, some fertilizer, because roses are heavy feeders, Many times we stimulate a lot more flowers, especially with an own root rose. Sharing the question that Chris is asking is about winter care. Okay, we're, th- we're through the worst part of the winter. I think the dieback will, will ha- has already happened. If it, it, I mean, we're done with that part of it. So as far as pruning for, for this next season, sure, today would be great or the next uh, few weeks. Uh, give it a little haircut, prune it down. You bet. I agree with you. Thanks for your call, how, Chris. Appreciate it. How far back can I trim them? Uh, you can go back. Uh, generally, what I recommend doing is, first of all, looking for weak branches or dead wood and cutting back. Uh, you'll be able to tell as spring comes on, Chris. Uh, but in many cases, the general rule of thumb that I would use on a well-established rose would be halfway back. And you'll, you'll be amazed at how it will stimulate new growth once we get into the growing season. Or further. Yeah, or further. Right. Encourage yeah. it. Exactly. Okay. Good luck to you, Chris. Three- Thank, Thank you, you very much. much for your call. Appreciate it. Jessica, um, hydrangeas. Got to just touch on that real quickly. Proven Winners has one that I absolutely love called Tough Stuff. Yeah, this is a really cool hydrangea. It's also known as a mountain hydrangea because it's very, very cold hardy. So the cool mm-hmm. thing is for those of you guys that are farther north in Zone 5, this is hardy all the way to Zone 5A. So fantastic variety. They're a little more compact, so two to three feet tall. So if you don't have a huge landscape space, these are the perfect plant. Beautiful. Now, flowering annuals. Everybody's anxious. It's a little early. Usually, when is our last frost date, Christy, this uh, year? July. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jessica, uh, give us uh, just a taste of some of the beautiful annuals that Proven Winners provides folks. Yeah, I think the, the best one, you know, if you think about annuals, petunias do it all. You know, they're a great annual for full sun conditions. We have a line called the Supertunias. Um, if I could tell you guys one plant to come in and buy from Flowerland this spring, it's the Supertunia Vista line. There's three colors. There's Vista Bubblegum, which is pink, Vista Fuchsia, and Vista Silverberry, which is more of kind of a, a creamy white color. These are dynamite in the landscape. Um, I, I kind of joke, and I, I would tell you that they'll eat a small child. They'll get three by three. So just great, great plants. Fantastic performers. Another really cool one is Golden Butterfly Argoranthemum. Oh, I love those. It looks like a daisy, so really bright yellow flowers. The Argoranthemum, thing I, Argoranthemum is a mouthful. It is a mouthful, yeah. yeah. So it, it basically, um, other people call it marguerite daisies, yes. if you're familiar with that. Yeah. 
Um, this is a really cool one. There's a couple colors in the line. I really like Golden Butterfly simply because of the bright yellow color. It looks like a daisy. Um, it almost creates a hedge in the garden. So it's wonderful in the landscape, great in containers. Uh, but the other thing is, is you don't have to water it as much. So for those of you guys that go away for a weekend, perfect plant. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay, tell me about Super Bells. So Superbells is a name for our Calibracoa. And for those of you that don't know what Calibracoa are, those are those Calibracoa small... Calibracoa is what Dick Van Dyke sang in that <laughs> Disney movie, right? Super Calibracoa-licious. <laughs> no? It, it's close. 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 Thank you. Yeah, yeah, we'll go there. Jessica's being nice <clears> to me. <throat> these are really, really cool plants. They almost look like a small petunia. The thing I really like about these, they're great in hanging baskets oh, yeah. and in containers. But do not plant them in the ground. They've got a really fine root system. The cool thing with the Superbells, though, is they're just masses of color all summer long, and we have them ranging from the color white to pink to purple to bicolors. And this new Hollywood star, you got to stop by the booth to see it to believe it. It's bright pink with this, this star. It's um, stunning. It's, it's awesome. It's a yellow center, and it's got a star. It's, you know, if you've got kids or grandkids, they would love it. I would think that those, uh, Jessica, are ideal for containers. When we plant they up are. containers, we like to work from the center and work our way to the outside. Thriller, filler, spiller. Mm -hmm. This plant also could probably be both a filler or a spiller, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. It does cascade a little bit in those containers. It's great in the baskets. Um, you know, I like to use them as a spiller just because I think it gives you maximum impact. Outstanding. Okay, Jessica, uh, Doug and Christy know this. Anytime we have a special guest on the Flowerland show, uh, we always put them on the spot and we say, okay, tell us what your favorite plant is. And they usually look at me like, don't make me do that because I have so many favorites. But, of course, again, proven winners, beautiful, beautiful varieties of flowering shrubs, roses, perennials, annuals. I'm going to make you pick one, Jessica. Oh, how do you pick one? So the joke in my company is every single plant is my favorite. Yeah, so, right, exactly. All right, so I'm going I'm to put you guys on the spot. I'm going to go with three, one annual, one perennial, one shrub, because we've got all three lines. We'll so my, let you do that. My annual is sedum lemon coral. For Ooh. those of you guys that like succulents, it's chartreuse color, fantastic in containers of the landscape. Um, one of those, you've got to see it to believe it. Stop by the booth. My and before you move on, yeah. let's give folks that name one more time. It's a sedum. It is a sedum. And you called it what? Lemon coral. Lemon coral sedum. Yeah. Okay. So All for right. people that know Angelina, similar color range. Okay. All right. All right. So now let's go to perennial. We talked about Baptisia. Yes. Baptisia is my favorite. My favorite color in the line is Decadence Lemon Meringue. Lemon Meringue. I love Lemon Meringue. So good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Pecan pie is number one. <laughs> They're good splat but Lemon pies, Meringue is a close face. <laughs> soupy Sales. Who was it? I always got the pie stuck in there. Who face. is Soupy Sales? You don't know who Soupy no. Sales is? Forget it. I don't either. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, did he made that up. <laughs> no, he's real. For, oh. for, we'll, we'll find it on YouTube in a minute, okay. Christy. Uh, focus. Jessica, yes. Yeah. Focus. Focus. <laughs> Give us the plant again. So it's Baptisia Lemon Meringue. It's a bright yellow color, just dynamite in the landscape, and it looks a lot like a lupin. And, folks, I live out uh, on the lakeshore, and Jessica's right. The Baptisia can handle the sandy-type soils, uh, grows to almost shrub-like size, and uh, it's one of the last things the deer eat. Uh, they, they tend to avoid it. So I would agree with you, Jessica. Okay, so we've yep. covered that. And now we need to, let's see, flowering shrubs? My favorite flowering shrub. I love hydrangeas, but my favorite hydrangea is bobo hydrangea. Bobo. Yeah. 
So if you guys like limelight hydrangea, this is basically a limelight, but way more compact. So three feet tall. It's a panicle hydrangea. This is the black thumb hydrangea. You yes. really can't mess this guy up. Um, fantastic chartreuse foliage. The thing I love to do with it is I cut those spent blooms, and I bring them in for dry flower arrangements through the fall and winter. Now, as I understand Very good. it. She knocked them out. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that would have been uh, hard. That would have been hard, but she did well. Um, the Bobo is like a cartoon character in Norway or Sweden or whatever, and I think that's where the plant got its... Am I right, Jessica? I believe so. I'd yeah. have to ask Tim Wood at the Spring Meadow, but like is it? I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bobo, yep. yeah. So Bobo hydrangea. Okay, one last quick thing before I let you run here on the roses. Do you have a favorite? Oh, my favorite is, is at Last Rose. Okay. So, and if I had to pick one more, I'd say Lemon Zest, just to slide that in there. Lemon so, Zest. Yeah. At Last and Lemon Zest. Jessica, we want to thank you and Proven Winners for the beautiful taste of spring that you've given us here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. And uh, tell you what, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I got a T-shirt from you guys that said, uh, so many plants, so little time, right? <laughs> that's correct. And that's yeah. how I feel. Uh, because the beautiful, beautiful varieties that Proven Winners makes available to us. You'll be able to find those plants at Flowerland this year, folks. And, Jessica, always a privilege and pleasure to chat with you. Thank you guys so much. Happy spring, everyone. Happy spring. Jessica DeGraff, Proven Winners. We're going to take a break here on the Flowerland Show. Our number, 616-774-2424. We'll slip in a few calls. 616-774-2424. It's Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We'll be right back. If you plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Chrissy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, use your two lips and speak to me. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Rick, Doug, Christy. We're broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Christy, look who uh, happened by Brian Coochie from Coochie Landscaping. Brian, congratulations on a beautiful garden this year, the main garden. Uh, in the uh, in the center of DeVos Place here. Gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, just absolutely beautiful. Uh, Brian, uh, tell us about the organization. You headed it, you head up the project this year. Yes, it's uh, the... But it's an organization of landscapers. It's like Grand Rapids Professional Landscape something. Yes, the what Association of Grand Rapids Landscape Professionals. So you were close. Association of Grand Rapids Landscape Professionals. Otherwise known as Agrilip. Agrilip. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and these are, uh, these are wonderful organizations here in West Michigan that do landscaping, such as Coochie Landscaping. You're Correct. part of that organization. And it's essentially um, uh, putting gravitas behind the group. In other words, you guys are truly professionals. That's right. Yep, there's about 100 companies that are members, and then there's associate members that have equipment and different supplies that we get from them. Outstanding, outstanding. Congratulations on a, a beautiful garden. you got to be tired. Oh, yeah. It's a lot <laughs> of hours goes into that garden, so you bet. Are you having fun chatting with people walking through the garden? Yes. Yeah, everybody's enjoying the, the garden, the smells, the, the perennials, the bulbs, the bark. 
You bet. They all love coming down here. And we talked to uh, Carolyn earlier about the fact that uh, this year's show is based on books and your garden is based on the Bible. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I picked the story of Moses out of the Bible. And I see some major league big burning bushes over there. You bet. That's how Moses got his start, right? God spoke to him through the burning bush. There you go. So. Did you pull those out of your yard? No. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbits didn't get to those. That's They're right. Huge. They didn't get to them yet. Yep. Wow. Well, we want to uh, congratulate you, Brian. Uh, I know that there's tremendous effort put uh, put in on the part of, okay, let's see if I got this, Grand Rapids Nursery Landscape. Profe- I know I'm. Association. Hold on of- a minute. Association of Grand Rapids Landscape Professionals, and you can visit them online at agrlp.org. How was that? You read that? that was great. You can read perfectly. I had LASIK surgery. I can read the sign <laughs> but we want to congratulate you i mean what you know what an undertaking and it's wonderful to see people walk in the door and all of a sudden it's spring 2018 that's right you bet yeah now is coochie landscaping ready to get to work we are, you guys are doing anything out there yet we're ready to go and we are working we're doing a big retaining wall right now oh so. wow okay so you can start on that kind of stuff this we time can of start year that. Yep. within a month or so if we get some nice warm weather you guys will be busy planting you right? bet we're ready all right. You can find Coochie Landscaping uh, You can by stopping by here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show or visiting online, agrlp.org, or do you have a website? I have a website, coochielandscaping.com. That's easy enough. That's K-O-E-T-J-E, coochielandscaping.com. Congratulations, Brian. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Flowerland Show. 774-2424, our number. And, uh, guys, look who just stopped by. Brett Graham. He's with Essex. Essex. I think I got that right. Essex Outdoor Design. And, uh, Brett, your uh, display here got best in show. And go ahead and put that mic right up to your lips here because it's uh, it's a, a... big big place and it looks like some people are already starting to walk in here Uh, but brett congratulations whose idea was was the whole book thing i mean that book arch is cool Uh, it was primarily our designer steve essex okay Uh, he and i spent a few few days going back and forth Uh, we went with the the storyline idea and uh, bounced a few different stories around and then we uh, ended up settling on on the massive book supply. <laughs> wow! And wow! We, we actually partnered up with uh, KDL Kent District Library. Okay, and, I was going to I was going to ask where did yeah, you get all the books? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of books. Garage sales. <laughs> yeah, we we partnered with them and we had a private donor and uh, okay. we have oh I think we have over five thousand books in our display. Wow! So. For folks who haven't been yet at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. They created a tremendous archway made of books, a fireplace made of books, and a wall that is uh, uh, also uh, a book wall. Let's, it is. Let's call it that. Uh, and then also a water fountain, which is a stack of books. It is. We weren't sure how that was going to hold up, but <laughs> so far, so good. That is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Hang on here a minute, Brett. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Terry in Ada. Terry, good morning. You are on the Flowerland Show. How can we help you out this morning? Hi, I have a question about my lemon tree. Yes. It's getting a lot of flowers and new growth, but I haven't been getting any lemons from it. Okay. 
What we need is we need lots and lots of sunlight. And uh, Christy, unfortunately, indoors in Michigan. We aren't getting that. <laughs> during the winter, we don't get a lot of it. But it's a good sign that it is blooming. Uh, those uh, blossoms smell wonderful, don't they, Terry? Oh, they really do. Yeah, that's, that's one of the benefits of, of a lemon tree. Once danger of frost is passed, we're going to want to get that thing outside on the deck, Terry, in order to try and produce some lemons because it needs more light than we can afford it indoors in our Michigan homes. So I say enjoy the blooms, and it sounds like you're doing a great job with the plant, but, boy, we got to get it as much light as possible in order to get those lemons. And then, of course, Christy, there are also citrus fertilizers that we can use. Correct. And, and we joked earlier about the last frost date. But really, once, if, even if you, once we get in those temperatures where we're above in the 60s and 70s during the day, even if it cools off at night, you can bring it out during the day, bring it back in at night. Um, and that will help with that sunlight issue. But, yeah, a good citrus fertilizer, it's a nice acid base. It'll help produce those flowers and it'll keep the plant healthy. Yep, I've been using citrus tonic. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Sounds like you're doing everything right, Terry. Let's all hope for sunny days ahead, okay? Okay. Thank all you. All right. Thank you very much. Brett Graham, Essex Outdoor Design, best in show. What are you going to do with that ribbon? You should have it pinned to your <laughs> shirt and walk around with that thing. I, I should. No, we, uh, we've been getting a few collections of ribbons over the last three years. That's um, exciting. Yeah, did you win last year? We we won the Golden Shovel uh, the last three years. Okay. And I believe this might be our first year, actually, of the best in show. Outstanding. So. Yeah, I mentioned to these guys earlier, I won the dirty trowel, so I'm not on your level there. <laughs> but we do want to encourage Guard people. Guard shovel because room for improvement. <laughs> yes. I want a golden shovel. I really do. But congratulations on uh, on winning that um, give our listeners a little taste of what you're anticipating this spring. First, tell me, Brett, that we're going to have an early spring. Well, I sure hope so because... No, don't be say hope. Tell me we're going to have an early spring. I'm playing on it. You look outside. It's sunny. It's there nice. There you go. Everybody's you. Ready, to, ready to go. Be optimistic. That's right. right? Yeah. yeah. And we actually did not really take a break all winter. We've been going... Uh, we've got a project going on the lakeshore that we've been doing a boulder wall. Um, we, we only stopped to come in here and do the home and garden show. Exciting. So Exciting. We, so you guys are out there working in the landscape are. already. We are. We have two projects ready to go, and as soon as we're done tearing down Monday, we'll be uh, full force on Tuesday. All right. Always put uh, special guests uh, that join the Flowerland Show for the purpose of our listeners. Put them on the spot and ask them a question. Don't worry. This <laughs> won't be too tough. I just want to ask you, Brett, as a designer with Essex Outdoor Design, do you have a favorite plant that you want to share with our listeners, is there a tree, a shrub, a rose, a flower that is Brett's favorite? To be honest, I'm a big fan of the knockout rose. Okay. Um, it's been around for a while. Yep. It's pretty easy to take care of, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody these days likes low-maintenance landscapes. They don't want to have to spend the extra time. They want to value it with their friends and family. And uh, so we'll, we like to use the knockout rose. Okay. Um, and I find that's a, a pretty easy shrub shrub rose to take care of well and there's no question doug that uh, landscape roses are just a workhorse in the landscape absolutely and that's got a good track record and some of the varieties they've come out with a double just incredible you know even when they're not flower they're still pretty you betcha what is the specialty of essex outdoor design do you guys have a specialty are you guys primarily along the lake shore or do you cover all of west we, michigan we cover a lot of west michigan we, okay. we did a lot of work inland as well um, but we we kind of pride ourselves in taking the indoors out 
Uh, do a lot of full outdoor kitchens, uh, patios, water features, fire features, Wonderful. you name it. Do you have uh, big, heavy equipment? We do. <laughs> Can I drive some no. of it? No. No. Say <laughs> no. Well, I mean, no. we always like to, to teach people. We like to, How heavily like insured to, are you? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's always a shortage of machine operators, so we'll see how good you are. Oh, good. Good. All right. So, uh, Brett, before you leave, write your phone number there, and I'll be in touch with <laughs> Sounds you. Sounds great. And we want to take one of those uh, tractors for a spin. Brett, uh, Brett Graham, Essex Outdoor Design. Look for them. The book arch blows me away. Absolutely beautiful, and your display. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Congratulations on being best of show for uh, for your design here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for stopping by. Brett Graham here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Uh, I think we're near the uh, top of the hour here. If you're on hold, hang on. We're going to try and get to you as quickly as we can. Rick Duck Christie on your Saturday morning. Coming up in the next hour or two, more people to chat with, give you a taste and some ideas of spring 2018. One o'clock today, I'm going to be on the garden stage. Join me there for Q&A. We'll just informal thing where we'll just chat together and try and answer your questions. Love to see you down here. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. The news is next. Stay tuned. These guys have been decomposing for years. The Flowerland Garden Show is playing live on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, hello, my entrepreneur friends across the rooted plain. It's the Flowerland Show broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Folks pouring in the door here, ready for spring 2018. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning. Engineer producer extraordinaire, John Ilk in the studio. George Arthur behind the glass taking your calls at 616-774-2424. And with us on site, engineer Brian Fongers also has us aloft and up in the air for the second hour of the Flowerland Show. Tell you what, guys, before we start this uh, second hour... Why don't uh, why don't we take some calls here Let's a moment? That. We have Ben holding in White Cloud. Ben, good morning. Thanks for your patience. You're on the Flowerland show. Uh, thanks. thanks for taking my call. Uh, I, I have some simple question. Uh, I have some honeysuckle, and they get a lot of eight design. Will systemic fertilizer harm hummingbirds? No, the short answer is no. Most of the systemics we're going to use are going to be very short-lived. 
Um, the actual systemic compound in them is only good for about two to four weeks at a maximum. And the percentage of that, that systemic chemical has been lowered considerably over the years in consideration of our pollinators and hummingbirds and that type of thing. Christy, would a horticultural oil help at all with aphids, or am I all wet? I, I actually would prefer a, an insecticidal soap, personally. Okay. Um, I like insecticidal soaps because they suffocate. Rather than going into the plant system, they lay on the surface, they suffocate the insects. And insecticidal soaps are extremely low impact for everything. It only kills the bug it goes on, and it doesn't leave a residue behind for more than 24 hours, then it's totally gone. All right. Does that help you out, Ben? Uh, It it does, but the insecticidal soap, when you turn the sprinklers on, it'll just wash off. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you can use the systemic fertilizers. Um, with the insecticide in it, as long as you follow the directions and don't over-apply. Okay. Okay. I'm just worried about the hummingbirds. Mama won't like it if the hummingbirds get hurt. Oh, yeah. No, and I appreciate that, Ben. And the hummingbirds love honeysuckle, trumpet vine. Well, and that's why we plant those plants is to attract Absolutely. You betcha. And can't wait to see them around our feeders in the backyard also. Ben, Ben, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's talk to Carmen in Grand Rapids. Carmen, good morning. You are on the Flowerland Show. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. I have a question about moles. We have a horrible problem with moles in our yard, and we've lived in our home for about five years. And we've tried juicy fruit gum. We've tried the stuff you can buy in the cone. We've tried everything. We can't get rid of them. And they're getting my flowers and my plants. Carmen, have you tried plastic explosives? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I that, but no. I think Christy has an idea for you, though. Corrections officer, I don't want to get arrested. Well, do we want to deter or do we want to kill? Kill, kill, kill. All right. Actually, there's an excellent product on the market. They're called mole worms. They work very well. We've had great success with them. Uh, Mesquite and Coast Guard uses them to keep the moles out of the retaining wall near the water and stuff. So, they, I mean, that's one of the, the ways they use them is just to get rid of them. The moles, you bait underground tunnels. What they'll, the direction they'll tell you to do is to go along a tunnel and make little holes about every three or four foot, wait a couple days, and then go back and see which holes are plugged up because moles don't like strange smells and they don't like bright light. And then that's the tunnel they're using over and over. The problem most people have is moles, moles dig multiple tunnels, but they don't use them over and over again. Oh. So once you find that main tunnel, then you've got the spot to put the bait. Some people will trap, but I prefer the baits because they die underground and then it's done. Right, right. You don't have the smell. Correct. Well, you don't have to empty them out of a trap and wash your trap and all that good stuff. Okay. So just follow the trail and make holes every three to four feet and put these little mole worm things in, and those are available at Flowerland? Yes, they are. They're available at Flowerland, and in fact, if you're coming down to the Home and Garden Show, we got a special deal on them today in the Home and Garden Show booth. Oh, guacamole. Yeah. That's a great answer. <laughs> Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful day. You too, Carmen. Thanks for your call and for supporting the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, you never know who's going to stop by. All of a sudden, I look to my right, Scary. and there he is. The doctor, the doctor. In the house. In the house, Dr. Scotty. Rick has a strange bowl on his back. Can you take a look at it? (laughs) Dr. Scotty, the one and only. The one and only Bartlett Tree Experts here, folks. Scott Van Wyck, 
And, Scott, always good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah beautiful morning. Beautiful. Now i got to ask you a minute because we've got a real live tree expert here, guys. So let's ask Dr. Scott. I'm not Scotty. sure how live but uh, <laughs> or real. But Well, he, the first thing. I was going to ask you, where was the party last night? <laughs> <laughs> the first thing uh, Dr. Scotty saw was this uh, article I have sitting on the counter here. Doug gave it to me. Uh, it was on Fox News this past week where in Mexico, women are marrying trees to help save them. Isn't that something? That's why your wife married you. So. So women pictures are a wedding, marrying trees. Lady in a wedding dress kissing the tree, hugging it. Isn't oh. that something? I don't know. We like to think that we can save trees without marrying them. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just want to be friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good friends is that's close enough. It's a little yeah. extreme. Uh, yes. I, I would say. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. going out on a limb. Oh. Absolutely. So, Doctor Scotty, uh, a lot of people over the course of the season want to know about oak trees and oak wilt, and I want to ask you: Is it too late to prune or cut an oak at this point, in your professional opinion? It is not. We, we figure to the end of March. Um, I mean, that's a floating date. Depends on how warm it gets. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a safe date. Okay. Um, and then we'd pick up again in October. Okay. Uh, again, depending on weather conditions. But uh, those dates should be on the safe side. So for our yeah. listeners, again, you do not want to be pruning or cutting oaks uh, in the spring and in the summer, early fall. You want to avoid that. It's a good idea to hire uh, uh, an arborist, such as Bartlett Tree Experts, to help you with that, and there's still a little bit of time left. There is. Thank you for that call out, by the way. You're welcome. You can just pay me after we go to commercial break. If if you've ever seen Rick trying to climb a tree with a chainsaw, you know why you got that call out. It's (laughs) It's for everybody's personal safety. Yeah, yeah. We've heard the stories. Yes. Yes, and they're all true. Call the professionals, folks. Take it from me. All right, Dr. Scotty, what about the uh, Adelgid uh, issue with hemlocks? A lot of people worried about that, too. Is this uh, a serious concern? Yeah, it it is. Uh, We haven't seen it here in Grand Rapids that I know of. Uh, At the lakeshore, it's a a big deal already. Okay. Uh, uh, Quite a few hemlocks infested with hemlock woolly adelgid. Looks like little snow on the branches, but it's not snow on the branches. It's an insect that uh, destroys hemlock and will affect uh, the nursery industry and um, I mean, there's more hemlocks at the lakeshore because of the sandy soil there. Yes. But there are planted hemlocks uh, here and on sandy sites. Yes. So that's something to, to be paying attention to so and look looking for. So look for snow. Uh, look for snow, yeah, right? Yeah, simply, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then you know you have a problem, and of course, again, involve a uh, professional arborist as it relates to that. Probably the mo- before we go to break, probably, uh, and we're chatting with Scott Van Wyke from Bartlett Tree Experts, Doug, probably the most important question we could ask uh, Dr. Scotty at this point is I think at 2 o'clock today, Michigan State is going to be oh. playing Michigan in a <laughs> no, big no, game. No, Michigan's going to be playing Michigan oh, State. Oh, okay. Michigan's going to be beating Michigan and State. The, uh, question oh, like earlier this season. For Dr. Scotty is who's going to win that game today? Well, it's, it's not even a question. It's, uh, 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 this is advanced news. It's uh, foregone it's, conclusion. It's exactly yeah. right. news. Breaking news. It's breaking news. Yes. Uh, Dr. This, is not, this is not fake news. As I, <laughs> as I always say, we do not 
break news on this program, we just rough it up a little bit. That's <laughs> what we do. You guys are, uh, do real well at roughing each other up. <laughs> yeah, no and that's what And that's what's fun about the show, I, I think, anyway. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's a privilege to be your friend. And, of course, Bartlett Tree Experts here in West Michigan helping out folks with their trees. So we'll put you down as a Michigan over Michigan State today, all right? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. Somehow I figured that was going to happen. I knew yeah. that was going to happen. He's a smart man. My Michigan mug, See, but that, I, that's I, why he I has doctor in front of his name and you don't. <laughs> that's right. I won the Dirty Trowel Award. Okay, Dr. Scotty, have Thanks a great so much. show. Yep. Thank you come very much. Come on down, much. folks. All right, yep. come on down. Thanks. Look for him, Dr. Scotty. Bartlett Tree Experts here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We'll take a break. 616-774-2424. We're looking for the canning diva here also. We're going to try and find her. Do a little burping and fermenting and water bathing and all those things. I might have to leave. <laughs> that the canning people do. That's coming up next on the Flowerland Show. Stay tuned. The good guys dress in black. Remember. Wood Radio's Flowerland Garden Show is on the air on News Radio Wood 1300 at 1069 FM. All right, I just wet my plants, so should you. It's spring 2018. That's right. Don't be afraid. Your neighbors will be entertained. Your hydrangeas will love it. Rick Doug Christie on your Saturday morning, broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Christy, you never know who's going to swing by and check this out. Dan Hansen, Betsy Thompson from the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. They are on Wood Radio. Prior to our program, they let the A-team broadcast uh, from 8 to 9, and then they give us a microphone. We're the, clean, we're the cleanup squad. We mop up. Yes, exactly. Oh, Dan and Betsy, a pleasure to have a chance to talk to you here well, it's today. It's great to be here. Thanks great for meet inviting you guys. us to your booth. Your booth smells way better than ours with all these plants around. Holy smokes. It's, it's my cologne. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, actually, that's the At Last Rose Proven Winners. Very, very fragrant rose. I and, love it. You know, I find it rather easy to go out in the landscape and put plants in the ground. But for me, uh, boy, when I got to do woodwork or trim work, you know, mm-hmm. chainsaw doesn't work all that hot. <laughs> uh, you guys are there to help talk people yeah, through their uh, do-it-yourself home improvement, right? That's what we try to do. We, yeah. We're from Repcolite, so we know the paint stuff back and forth. And for everything else, we try to bring in experts all over the place to help with that. Yeah, yeah you know, we're DIYers ourselves, and we struggle with the same product or projects that everybody else does. You know, right. we are not experts by any means. If you run into I'm better trouble, than you are, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> How many toilets have you set? <laughs> Less than me. <laughs> you help me with the one. Yes. Hold on a minute. You set toilets? Yeah. Oh, my word. Of course. Somebody's got to do it. Wow. <laughs> I, I, You know, that's where I draw the line. I don't do plumbing projects because I make seven trips to the store, and I still don't have it right, and it Wait, still leaks. we did make seven <laughs> trips yeah, we, did. We, did. we made a number of trips, definitely. <laughs> what about the whole painting thing? Now, Repco, you are here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show today, yes, right? Yes, we yep. are. Yep. So people can stop by mm-hmm. and say hello to We'd you. We'd love it if they do. That'd be great. When it comes to paint, um, the quality of the paint makes a difference, doesn't Huge it? Huge difference. People don't realize that. Everybody thinks paint is paint. Mm-hmm. And my mom, for the longest time, I worked at Repco Light for 20 years, and if she's listening, she's going to groan about this, but <laughs> she would use the cheapest stuff she could find. And yeah. finally, about five years ago, I talked her into using 
our Hallmark paint, which is our higher end paint for cabinets. Uh -huh. And she called me five times during the day. She just <laughs> keep telling me how well it was working out. So I kept telling her, yes, it makes a difference. It yeah, does. it does make a difference. Is it true? Uh, is it true that if I got a whole bunch of cans of paint in my garage and I mix them together, it always comes out beige? Is that true? It comes out brown. Yes. <laughs> and it's not, not a good a brown. Not a color. <laughs> there's, a, there's a term for that brown, but we yeah. can't say it on the air. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're chatting with Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson, Repco Light Home Improvement Show. You hear them right here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 106.9 FM, 8 o'clock on Saturday mornings. Dan, Betsy, uh, I have learned over the years when it comes to painting, and I do not like to paint. I just don't have the patience for it. Mm -hmm. And generally, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the lid off the can, and then at some point I step on the lid and yeah. you know, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Right. But, Sits uh, on a paintbrush. <laughs> in addition to the quality of the paint, the brush yes. makes a difference, too. That's something I've learned the hard way. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Because we tell people that all the time. We talk about it on the show all the time. We have a very favorite brush. It's the Excalibur brush. And people think we're crazy. But that's an expensive brush. It makes all the difference. And if you talk to people who have used a cheap brush and then gone to this brush, they instantly see the difference. It is all if, in the brush. If people can walk into your house and see the brush marks, you did it wrong. <laughs> you bought the wrong brush. Exactly. Well, we're gardeners. We know a lot about brush, right? Yeah, <laughs> so we know everything about yeah. brush. It's just a different kind of brush. Yes. What's, uh, what's peak time for you? And again, folks, we're chatting with Dan Hansen, Betsy Thompson, Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Uh, what is the key time for home improvement? When does the spirit move most people? I mean, we know with gardening, you know, we're always encouraging people to garden in the fall, mm -hmm. but uh, spring is obviously the, you know, the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. the highlight of the year. Is there a time of year that people it, tend to look at home improvement? It's spring that is yeah. when it really starts. Okay. Everybody kicks in. Everybody wants to start. Because you're stuck sitting in your house all winter looking at all the flaws. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're so sick of yep. seeing that. You yep. want to fix that. We do a lot of stuff all year long. But, mm -hmm. yeah, spring is when it really kicks in because the exterior projects come out. And everybody wants to get going okay, with something. i got to ask for the tie-in. Is paint color influenced by what people see out in the gardens and the landscapes? Because I notice a lot of the paints have, like, some plant color to them, names. Mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. does a lot of the color come from what people have out in their yards and well, stuff? Well, a lot of no. people, naming colors is a really, really terrible job. <laughs> and so you just really start scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel at some point. <laughs> but, yes, we do tons of, uh, we've even had matches where people will bring in flowers okay. and say, this yeah. is by my front door. I want mm -hmm. my door to match this. And then we undertake the process of trying to match cool. the variated colors. So they buy there. their plants from you, and then we match it. Thank you. <laughs> well, it, it is a two-way street. It happens the other way, too. So oh, yeah. that's good we to know. We got this paint. We want to match. Really? Oh, yeah. You'll get people who want something that will match their house after they've painted it and done all their trim work, and then they'll come in, I want plants that match and complement these colors. Well, I know, think so. I can see some kind of competition here. Yeah. Who can outdo the other one? Exactly. You know, one of my favorite things to do is walk into a paint store and read the, the little chip things, uh -huh. the names. It's kind yeah. of fun, actually. It can be fun because some of them are very funny. Have you ever yeah. named a paint? Yes, we've had to name, an, well, naming paints is no fun either. But, no. yes, all of that we've done, and at Repcolite we've got a, Kind of the inside joke is if it doesn't have a dash in it, mm -hmm. it's not well named. Uh -oh, so everything's right. got a dash. Oh, really? Well, yeah. we're trying to get away from that because <laughs> it was kind of a 50s and 60s thing yeah. that never went away. But. Out in the landscape, of course, we love color, and we'd encourage folks to uh, maybe think about a fresh coat of paint. In oh, spring. definitely. I mean, just, yeah. a, just a fresh coat of paint makes all the difference in the world, doesn't Even it? Even just a front door. Mm -hmm. yeah. What a great project. Simple, quick. 
few, probably, probably a month or so, you can get going yeah. on that, but it'll make a huge difference. Yeah. Dan Hansen, Betsy Thompson, you hear them here on News Radio, Wood 1300, 106.9 FM, before the Flowerland Show, every Saturday. All right, before I let you go, uh, every uh, special guest on the Flowerland Show, I always put them on the spot and ask them this question, and that is, do you have a favorite plant, a tree, a flower, a favorite plant? Betsy, I'm going to start with you. If you were to pick a favorite, what, what would you say it is? If I'm getting flowers, it's yellow roses. Oh, okay. If I'm just looking at them, it's hydrangeas. Hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like, I love the blues and the yellows. I love the variations that they come in. I just love how big they are. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. And Dan, you have well, a favorite I guess plant? I don't know. Is it brown-eyed Susan or black-eyed Black Susan? Eyed Susan. Black-eyed Susan. Yeah, you like that. That's what I like because I've had a hard time killing those. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. Everything else I've killed pretty quickly. But that uh-huh. seems to spread and do what I want. Now let me see your thumb there. It looks oh, yeah, kind of green. We, we, oh, no. That's from hitting you with a hammer so many times. <laughs> Wait are, a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I'm klutzy. They are Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Look for them here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show and tune them in every Saturday on News Radio Wood 1300, 106.9 FM, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. You guys are a kick in the plants. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. All right. Thank you very much. We'll break at the bottom of the new uh, bottom of the hour here for the news. Another half hour of the Flowerland Show coming your way. It's Rick, Doug, Christie on your Saturday morning. Stay tuned. If you plant it, mow it, or grow it, they know it. Now, more of Rick, Doug, and Christy and the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. All right, you, my friend, are in for a root awakening. It's the Flowerland Show here on your Saturday morning dirty job. Somebody's got to do it. Your shovel-ready stimulus, Rick, Doug, Christy. Two fun guys and a crackpot broadcasting live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Doug, Christy, you guys having fun? We are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This Staying is, busy. Uh, kicking the plants, and this place filled up fast. It did. It's amazing. And look who stopped by. Can you believe it? The canning diva. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I see that. We get the best guests <laughs> on this show, Diane Devereaux. Diane, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is uh, a kick in the plants to have you here. <laughs> uh, we chatted with you last week. And uh, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, I got some messages after the show. A lot of people, you know, are into this know where my food comes from. And they want to grow vegetable plants. But then once you got that vegetable in hand, 
Now what do I do with it? Right. And you then, know? yeah. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Now what do I do? How yeah. do I put it in a what jar? Do do? How do I not blow up a canner <laughs> in my kitchen? I've heard it all this weekend. We've been having a great time at the garden to table stage. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing is I'm breaking, you know, through the barriers of fear and the misnomers and I'm giving out actual recipes. Um, I'm also selling my cookbooks. So those that want to get started right away have an opportunity to do so. Um, but yeah, and I'm spending time with individuals after the the. Oh, that's the nice. seminars so that they can ask those one-on-one -on -one questions that because we're only given about 45 minutes, you know, on the stage. So Let, let's touch on that a minute because I've had a number of people uh, over the last couple days say to me, you know what, uh, Diane, the canning diva, I, I want to hear her or chat with her. I got to make sure to touch base with her. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to put you on the spot because I don't have it in front of me. That's but okay. do you know the times you're going to be yeah. on yep. the stage today? Yep. Today it'll be at noon okay. and that'll be meals in a jar. Okay. And then at four o'clock it is your canning fundamentals where we're going over water bathing and pressure canning uh, meals in a jar is strictly pressure canning so for i get a lot of individuals that have already water bathed before and they're fine and comfortable with that water bath but that means salsas that means pickling i water bathed last night oh guys. geez <laughs> thank you for doing that too. we appreciate yes, we do it i don't need it. that vision <laughs> You know, I did that this morning. But honestly, canning fundamentals. Oh my goodness! Yes. I, I got to hang around you more. I got <laughs> these got to roll off the tongue quicker for me. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm doing all of that today for individuals. I'm I'm taking that fear away, and then those individuals that you've been talking to that just want the vegetables mm -hmm. in a jar, yeah. no salt, just water. Um, I'm giving those tips today in meals in a jar at noon, oh, so like they that. can come and sit down and. And, yeah, and learn. My, my daughter does that. Like she'll take uh, veggies like cabbage or that sort of thing, and then it's almost like they massage the vegetables to get the moisture out of them, and, and then they ferment, and it's supposed to be good for us. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Where you know, they, all that yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that has probiotics. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me uh, about the burping part of the jars, because that's <laughs> what I'm into. That looks like fun to me. Because <laughs> you're a grandpa, and you're going to have to burp? That's right. Not there the same burp. Go. Yeah. There you go. Not the same burp, although they may make the same noise. It yeah. depends on what you got going on in that jar. <laughs> kimchi might burp just like a baby. Kimchi, yes. yes. Kimchi. Um, I really, honestly, what the fermenting I went I to do, high school with her. Oh, <laughs> she was an exchange student. Yes. <laughs> Burped all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Now, I ended up, I, I just ferment using cold storage. I use my refrigerator for okay. my type of fermentation. Okay. I don't do the crock. I have dogs and children, and my household is active and crazy and busy. Could you imagine what that crock of anything would look like yeah, sitting exactly. on my uh, on my you know, floor in the pantry for 30 days. So it's in the fridge, which yes. slows down the fermenting process, What you right? do is you leave it out 72 hours in okay. room temperature on the countertop first to get the okay. fermentation going. The cold is just the storage because I'm not putting that in a water bather or a pressure canner. Okay. I'm leaving those probiotics in a, in a, I guess you could say a frozen state without it being frozen. It's refrigerated. Yeah. Isn't traditional kimchi, they bury the crocs in the ground? Yes, yes. And there That's used cool. to be back in the day when That's I was cool. going to college here in Grand Rapids, there was a restaurant out on Roger B. Chafee yeah. that kind of got in trouble for doing that because that's how they did theirs in their oh. home backyard and then brought it into the oh restaurant, boy. and it was awesome. Oh, boy. It was kind of those, you know, wink, wink. Right. We don't know right. where this came from, but it was phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Putting it in I the fridge, I have a lot of those though. experiences. <laughs> <laughs> putting it in the fridge makes sense, though. 
You know, it's kind of like the uh, the kombucha also putting it in the fridge because, yeah, you leave that out. I've had a kombucha bottle explode on me before, and that oh, is a sticky yeah. because mess. Because it's alive. Bacteria grows. Right. It's it, And I tell people that when they're storing food that hasn't been properly processed, you know, bacteria is going to grow. It bubbles. It, it needs to breathe. And that's why if you store with your rings on, you're not giving that opportunity for the lid to fly off because of that bacteria growth and you're going to have one heck of a mess your glass is going to shatter and what have you so that pretty much um, describes me and doug two fun guys right? two fun guys yeah. glass shattering everywhere <laughs> Woo-hoo! welcome to the, the home and garden show Let this morning party yeah. begin. <laughs> she is the canning diva diane Devereaux here at the west michigan home and garden show diane uh, you have uh, you currently have a book and another one coming out right I do. Thank you. Yes, canning full circle. Um, as a canner and an individual who covets cookbooks, I was getting frustrated, um, not just not as the canning diva, just as a normal human being, that I couldn't find recipe books teaching me how to use the home canned goods once they were in a jar. So I set out on a quest to create a recipe book that ties the eating enjoyment together with the canning process. Yeah, cool. So that's Canning Full Circle, and I have those available here for sale. They're regularly 30. They're on sale for 20. Oh, nice. And I'm signing them, of course. Nice. And then the book I'm coming out with, it'll be July this year. It's called The Complete Guide to Pressure Canning. So I'm really diving deep into the uh, nuances of the various pressure canners. I'm, again, removing that fear. And then I've got over 100 recipes that you can make in your pressure canner. Mm. That'll be out this July. You're getting in the weeds with that one. Oh, absolutely. I've got to ask the question. Sure, yes. I had a grandma who loved to can everything. What is the life expectancy of a canned good on no, a shelf? I love that question, and I'm so glad you asked that. Okay, as long as that lid stays sealed, that sucker will last till kingdom come. But you're <laughs> wanting to do about three to five years max. Okay, okay. It's, a, it's about nutritional value. I, I think she had some stuff so you that should was canned put a before I was born, yeah, and oh, she yeah. was feeding it yeah, to us. Yeah, oh. that has no nutritional value yeah, okay. whatsoever. And I guarantee you it's going to be like... Uh, dust. You're going to yeah. put it out on that plate and it's just going to like mush into nothing. But nobody reads the dates. I mean, you know, a milk carton, who reads the dates? I do. Right? No, that's called cottage cheese, yes, right? Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. She's Diane Devereaux. She's the canning diva here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Diane, before we let you go, I got to ask you uh, a, a question for our listeners. Sure. If they're thinking about getting into canning, of course, I would recommend they go to your website or see you here today. Please. But in addition to that, if it's a vegetable, mm-hmm. what would be one of the easiest vegetables to can if you're just starting out? What would you recommend? What do you think is the the, the best vegetable? Okay, to try? so for those completely new to canning, have never done it before, start with a water bath recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I never tell people to start with jam and jelly. Start with salsa or start with a pickling product. You okay. want to make pickles or you want to pickles, asparagus or green beans, that's fine. Oh, okay. dilly beans. Dilly, dilly beans. beans. Oh, I give, I'm giving that recipe dilly dilly. out this weekend. So come yeah, come on by. Uh, dilly um, dilly. But then if you're new to pressure canning and you want to start somewhere, any root crop vegetable is perfect because okay. you're literally just raw packing that, which means you're cutting it, cleaning it, putting it in a jar, putting boiling water over the top of it, throwing okay. it in the pressure canner. Super easy. For our listeners, fruit, fruit. If there yes. was a fruit... What do you recommend? What peaches what? are your easiest? Peaches? Applesauce, really? Yep, super easy. Yep. Peaches or apple peaches sauce. or applesauce. And on my website at canningdiva.com, I have recipes for applesauce. You can naturally flavor them using other fruit, so that way you don't have to worry about you know dyes and coloring. And you're actually using the color of the fruit and getting the sweetness and flavor from it too. 
So uh, be honest with me. If you want to get into canning, uh, you do have to have some time on your hands, right? I mean, it's going to involve it's some initial time. investment, yes. But you know, make it fun, and that's what I'm teaching everybody. Get a few people together. Grab your neighbors, your sister, your friends. Have make a it a party. party. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we have margaritas at ours. I mean, come on. Nobody says this has to be wine. I mean, yeah, we can really <laughs> have a good time. Exactly. Make it fun. You know, if we have margaritas at mine, I'm not so sure we're going to get the much canning done. Yeah, <laughs> not much canning. Okay, done, save but. it. For afterwards, it's a celebration when they're all in the canner. How about that? <laughs> oh my word, that's fabulous! So water bathing and uh, burping and fermenting—that sounds like just too much fun to me. <laughs> it really we should does. have a party. That's right. What do you think? Is there a good time of the year to start? canning i mean i would think that fall is probably your prime time right honestly that you know you can can all year long okay. so when i'm making chicken soup i'm doing that in the fall yeah. but in the winter when kiwis become abundant here in michigan because oh, yeah. they come up from other states or countries i'm making kiwi chutney you know there's a lot of things that you can do all year round but in michigan for our growing season yes you're going to start probably about may and you're really going to get busy august september october but you know there's meats, there's beans, there's so many other things that you can preserve. And that's what I'm trying to do is educate people, expand their mind, and make them see the various things you can put in a jar, like beef bourguignon, chicken pot pie oh. filling, oh. Uh, yeah, chili con carne. I mean, there's so many fun things you can do. Oui, oui. Yeah. Yeah, oui, yeah, oui. <laughs> That's yeah. the extent of his French, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just spent it all right there. There you go. Uh, Diane, uh, before we let you go, i got to ask you this question. I always put our special guests uh, on the spot for <laughs> our listeners uh, so that they can uh, kind of get into your mind here, and that is... Oh, that's dangerous. Do you have a favorite plant or flower? If you had to pick one, a favorite plant or flower, and a favorite vegetable. So we'll start with plant and flower. I guess a, um, my favorite plant, mm-hmm. well, I guess it goes right back into vegetable because of what I, I love the tomato plants. There's something fresh about uh-huh. that smell. I like that. But the sweet potato plant, I like you. I like that. Not so much for the sweet potato. It's more of the decor. Okay, you know, Having sure. that drape down. Yeah, the marguerite, pots. the oh, chartreuse. Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the variegated leaves on some. I mean, there's yep. so many different varieties. Right. I love that. Excellent. So that's probably my favorite plant. Um, but then my favorite plant, I guess, and also vegetable would be the tomato. I mean, yeah. I, I love the smell of it. It brings me back to being a kid. Is there anything you can't can? You don't want to do milk-based products. They separate. Yep, oh, okay. can't, yeah, they can't separate. Can. Doug um, has seen me on the dance floor doing, doing the, the can-can. Can. Can. Yeah, it's not okay. pretty. Yeah, so. yeah. That's usually after That's, a margarita. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> and a can of wine. There's all sorts of cut off. There we go. No canning for you. <laughs> Good grief. She no. is a canning diva. She is a kick in the plants. I tell you what. Diane Devereaux, make sure to see her here today at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. One more time, Diane, give us your website and the times you will be on the stage today. Yes, all right. Thank you very much. Yes, you can find me at canningdiva.com. Today I'm going to be on the stage, the Garden to Table stage, noon is Meals in a Jar, 4 p.m. is Canning Fundamentals, and then tomorrow, Sunday, on the last day of the show, I will be doing Meals in a Jar again where we focus on pressure canning, and that will be at 1 p.m. You are a kick in the plants and an entrepreneur, and that's a compliment, Diane, all right? <laughs> Thanks. All right. <laughs> Diane Devereaux, the canning diva. We'll take a break on the Flowerland Show. More coming up. Hang on. We'll give you that kick in the plants you're looking for live from the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We'll be right back. This is the Flowerland Garden Show on Wood Radio. 
Zip up your plants. It's the Flowerland Show on your Saturday morning. Rick Duck Christie, we're at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Coming up at 1 o'clock on the garden stage, I'll have a little one-on-one time with folks, Q&A. We'll have a little fun. Uh, you want to join me? 1 o'clock here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. We'll get to know each other. Uh, engineer, producer extraordinaire, John Ilk back in the studio. Jo- uh, George Arthur behind the glass. And, of course, Brian Fongers here uh, with us engineering the show at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. Thank you very much to all three of you. Joining us here now, uh, well, I tell you what, before we chat with Joel, let's go to the phone lines a minute. Brian in Hudsonville is uh, holding on the line. Brian, good morning. You're on the Flowerland Show. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey, Brian, trying to stay grounded. It's spring 2018. What's going on? Well, uh, I have a neighbor, and uh, they have a really big uh, pine tree. It's probably 50 feet tall, I'd say. And okay. uh, it's kind of overhanging her driveway, and she was asking me this morning if I could maybe trim it uh, okay. at the bottom and maybe go up maybe six or seven feet. Okay. Is that, a, is that okay to do that? Uh, I, I kind of looked up online that this is the best time to trim a, a pine tree. Is that correct? Well, let me, it's the best time of year to, to trim a deciduous tree. You could prune an evergreen tree if it, if it was needed. Brian, not to put you on the spot, but do you know what kind of tree it is? You say pine tree. Is it, is it a Colorado spruce? Is it a white pine? Do you have any idea? I really don't. Um, okay. Long needles or short needles? Um, I'd say that they're longer needles. Okay. They have okay. pretty good-sized pine cones. I mean, they're like probably you know six, eight inches long, the okay. pine cones that drop off it. Well, short of, uh, short of removing the tree, Brian, sometimes in the landscape you've got to do what you've got to do. And uh, right. pr- pruning the bottom branches on these pine trees, sometimes aesthetically, it's it's, gonna be a little it ugly. leaves a little bit to be <laughs> desired. And yet, uh, functionally, if, if that's what you need to do and she wants you to do, uh, I would say go it, ahead and do it. It's not going to kill the tree, but it's pro- not probably going to look very pretty for a while. Well, we did. We looked down the road, uh, and there were some pine trees that people had cut up about six, seven feet, and, and they looked good. Okay. So the, we right. actually we actually took her for a little ride this morning, and and you know asked her what she thought, and she said, okay, that would probably work. So okay. And, and another thing is, is uh, would I want to spray on a pruning? You know, because some of no. the branches are, no. are like six, seven, eight inches, you know, thick. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no. Not necessary. The, the key, Brian, is that all trees have, um, uh, have a branch collar, so to speak, right near the trunk of the tree. It's a swelling, yep. okay? And you prune up to that branch collar. You don't cut it off. You prune up to that swelling, that branch collar, and make sure you make a nice, clean cut. Use a good pruning saw, clean, clean pruning saw, or if you're using a chainsaw, a good, clean cut where we don't get tear right up to that branch collar, and then you should be okay. Okay. So right. I, can go, I can go right up to the tree, the trunk, but um, not real close? It's preferable go. to go right up to the trunk, okay? okay, not to leave a portion of the branch on, but don't take off that branch collar. So go all the way back to that swelling right along the trunk, and that tree will naturally be able to heal itself, okay? Okay. Well, Good luck you to you, much. Brian. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, look who stopped by. Joel Franken from Caterberg, Verhaeg. 
Are you related to that Senator Al Franken? What oh, was his name? Uh, no, no. Uh, no, I, I, am, I am not. <laughs> okay, well, I just had to ask, you know, just for, for clarity here. Caterberg Verhaga, another one of the wonderful local businesses, landscapers represented here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show. As a matter of fact, folks, they are the Association of Grand Rapids Landscape professionals and Caterberg Verhaeg uh, Joel has been around for some time in our community. They have been. Yep. Yeah. I've been a landscape designer for Caterberg Verhaeg for oh um, 3 years and before that I was actually um, installing landscapes for them. So, you know, awesome. I know how the landscapes go in, but I also know how to design them and I I love to do that as well. Your landscape here caught my eye because you guys chose a what what is it Wizard of Oz theme, right? It is. It's um, the name of our booth is There's No Place Like Home. Okay. And we have a uh, full-size Emerald City. It stands about seven feet tall. Yeah, what kind of material did you... I was curious yesterday. What kind of material did you use for Emerald City? Yeah, uh, we used all sorts of different sizes of PVC pipe. Okay. And we capped those pipe with some styrofoam balls, and then... There you go. That's interesting. <laughs> yep. And then a lot of spray paint. Uh, a lot of spray paint. Well, the guys, you, guys, you guys won Best guard, Small Garden, right? We did. We did. Oh, congratulations. Thank Very you. cool. Thank you. All right, so Joel, a real live with us here... I'm live, too. Let me pinch myself. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joel Franken, a real live uh, landscape designer from Caterberg, Verhaeg. Uh, Joel, let me ask for our listeners, what's a, what's a common design mistake that people make in their landscapes? Uh, share with me, you know, like when you drive through a neighborhood, you know, I'll drive through a neighborhood and I look around and, you know, that house over there, I'm like, what were they thinking, you know? <laughs> you ever have that? Oh, absolutely, all the time. <laughs> so what's the big mistake, you think? Um, trees too close to the house. Okay, yeah. And just shrubs too close to the house, yeah. period. Shrubs too close to each other. Yeah. Not Ooh. knowing the overall size of trees and shrubs because they don't stop growing. Right, right, exactly. So when you plant this spring or any time over the course of the year, it's very wise to do a little bit of research and try to determine what the eventual size of that plant's going to yes, be. Yes, absolutely. For spacing. If you buy, you know, from Flowerland, if you buy shrubs from here, there's typically a tag on them, and they say, you know, the overall size of the shrub, and yes, you always need to be mindful of that. Now, when I put plants in the ground, Joel, I like to work with odd numbers. I just think it looks better. When you use even numbers with even spacings and line them up like soldiers, to me, that just doesn't look natural. Am I right or am I wrong from a, de a designer's perspective? What's your opinion? I'm always using odd numbers. Hey, I'm not so odd. <laughs> One yes, <win>. you are. <laughs> Score. <laughs> okay, real quick, what is the big trend right now? What is the hot thing in landscape? Oh boy. <laughs> Outdoor living. Outdoor living. Living outside. And, you know, the, the hardscapes are really advancing. They're starting to get the wood look and really combining the three different materials of wood, stone, and metal. Okay. That's, Outstanding. You know, I think that's an interior thing, and it's also really coming out into the outdoor living spaces as well. Joel, thanks for joining us on the Flowerland Show. Look for them here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show, Caterberg Verhaeg. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate right. it. Look for the Wizard of Oz. Christy, Doug, Brian, John, George, thank you very much. Thank you to our entrepreneur friends across the rooted plain. See you here at the West Michigan Home and Garden Show today. Have a great weekend. You can't go. All the plants are going to die. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.